Hi everyone, welcome. FPL Matt Day here, and this is a midweek YouTube video with myself and special guest Quinton from the FPL Amateurs of Oz. We are covering double game week 27, blank game week 28, and double game week 29. So we've got plenty of topics to go through, players to target. Uh, in game week 26, ready for double game week 27. We're going to go through those doubles in game week 27, blank game week 28, um, including how many players we think we should own on game week 28, um, players to target in double game week 29, and the best chips to use um, during this time. Um, we'll go through our favorite picks from everywhere. Just before I get started, I will introduce uh, Quinton back in, see how he's going. He does look like he's in some form of, I think he might be in outer space just because it's very dark where he is. So I don't know where he is. Might be in another planet, but Q, how are you? Yeah, not too bad, mate. And as I said, um, I think our last live stream we did, uh, my light blue and I haven't had the opportunity to change it. So I've got the ambient bronze light going on in the background to, you know, make it a bit central for tonight's stream. So no, I love it. And as long as it, as long as the, the room helps the, the FPL picks, it gives you, you know, that little <laughs> bit of extra power. Well, you, you're lacking power in the room, obviously, but gives you that little bit of extra help to, um, to pick the best players for the viewers. So, um, Look, I'm going to share this graphic, uh, which Q has found on Twitter from Ben Krellin. So credit to Ben Krellin. Um, it's the most up-to-date one um, with all the information he's got. So this this graphic is going to go through um, the blank game weeks, likely blank game weeks, possible ga blank game weeks, double game weeks, everything that we need to um, to talk everyone through um, this podcast. I'm just going to find that. I'm just going to share the screen. I just need to find out. How to share that quickly. I've got it here. There we go. All right. So we'll share this. What I will add um, before I go through this, me and Q are recording this on a Wednesday night in Australia where there's still some FA Cup games tomorrow. So Spurs are playing in the FA Cup away against Sheffield United. Southampton are also playing in the FA Cup. So if both of those teams win, they will blank in game week 28 and double in 29, I believe, Q. Is that correct? Yeah, I think that's, that's uh, the consensus. I couldn't see Spurs losing tomorrow, but, you know, stranger things uh, happen. Yeah, it's happened happened last season at the same stage a year ago against Borough. It's happened a lot. So I don't want to say anything yet, but if Spurs do happen to win and Southampton win, so they will double in game week 29. Um, so uh, some of the stuff me and Q will go through will uh could possibly slightly change but we will um, we'll go through all the scenarios um but look, let's start with um our first topic q which is just going to be uh double game week 27 um so let's just talk about um first of all double game week 27 fixtures so as you can see on the screen there um brentford play twice in game week 27 so brentford have got everton away uh, and southampton away um, and then Brighton are the other team that double in game week 27. Um, they play against Leeds um, and they also play against Crystal Palace. Um, so first of all, before we just go through uh, our favourite players um, to pick from those two teams, um, let's just quickly talk about, obviously, we got game week 26 coming up first. Um, do you think, Q, there's any players that we should already get in now, game week 26, um, to target? Uh, and have them ready for game week 27, already ready. 
Yeah, I actually don't mind going early on your Brentford assets. So obviously, Tony, there is a bit of a question about the yellow cards. Was he on eight yellow cards? So he needs two more for um, the two-game suspension. I think you need to just get on him because I think it was it Kane last year where he was on a certain amount of yellows and people didn't want to go in on him. And then I think he got like two decent returns. Yeah, I think it was. And are you not scared about the the Tony ban? It did get charged a 242 betting offences. So do you think that could happen now? There's a few people saying when when Trippier got done for some betting offences, they didn't uh, do the ban until following season so you're a little bit worried about that they're talking about potentially a six-month ban um i'd have to look into a bit more but i think if there's not any sort of cement news around it i don't mind getting him in this week so got fulham and then you're going to get some decent fixtures you got the double game week 27 um i think that they should be they're playing now 28 and then you've got the double and 29 so i think you can definitely get um you know, a nice run of fixtures from them. And I think they've got Villa. Oh, sorry, who's in 28? They've got Chelsea, which probably not a great um, fixture, but I think that they can still score goals there. And I think Ben Mee is another pick, and David Raya definitely worth targeting. And maybe uh, a Brighton asset, um, a Solly March, Matoma. Um, we saw the return of uh, Fergulicious uh, Ferguson this morning. So, you know, yeah, a budget option as well up top. They do blank in at 28, but, yeah, there's some good fixtures now and then the double as well. So I think, yeah, definitely can move early on those assets in my opinion. Yeah, no, I agree. And just to quickly go back to Brighton's double in 27, um, I did mention it was against Leeds and Palace. Leeds is away and Palace is at home, but both those teams are struggling. So it's a good fixture double for Brighton. Um, I'll just add to what Q said with Brentford. I agree. I think Tony's the best pick from there. I am a little bit sceptical about his ban, um, but I'm going to keep a close eye on it because if it's something that they don't do for this season and it it may be something more longer term, then he's going to be a great pick. Obviously, you want him to avoid those bookings, but I think he'll be aware of that in the back of his head um, and he'll probably try and be a bit calmer, maybe get into a few less scuffles. I also think Ben Mee is a really good option as well. Set piece threat. Um, so he's he's another big target. I like Rico Henry at four and a half million as well. Um, he does tend to get forward a lot on that left-hand side. Um, and David Raya as well, like Q mentioned, a really good goalkeeper option. Um, as for Brighton, I like Ferguson, Mitoma, March, and Estu Pinan, the defender. So hopefully his hamstring injury isn't too um, isn't too long term. Um, but that's double game week twenty-seven. That's the players that we think are best to target from Brighton and Brentford. If you can get triple up in each, I think that'd be really good because they both do uh, double in game week 29. I know Brighton blank in game week 28, um, which we will go to in a second, but um, I think they are the best players. Let's do a quick combo of the best three from each. I'll go with Brighton, Mitoma, March and Estupinan, if he's fit, are still my favourite three from Brighton. And then from Brentford, uh, it's got to be Tony, me and David Raya. Uh, what about yours, Q? I'm going to say Matoma, March, and Fergulicious Ferguson. I do like Estepan, but if I had to pick the three, definitely those. And then I'd go David Royer, um, Jensen, and Tony. Ooh. Jensen's a good pick. Jensen's a very interesting pick. Um, so that's double game week 27. There's obviously those two teams that double. Um, so let's go to... Uh, the blanks in game week 28. So that'll be the following game week. Um, so we're just going to talk now about our strategy 
how many players we think are enough to own. Um, so far in game week 28, we've got Man United blanking, Brighton blanking, Man City, West Ham, Liverpool and Fulham. And then if uh, Saints, Southampton and Spurs win in the FA Cup, they will both blank. So you could potentially have eight teams blanking um, all together. Um, actually, and then if Saints and Spurs um, do blank in 28, um, uh, that's because they were playing against each other in game week 28. Okay, so that that makes a lot of sense. Um, so I think that's why, sorry, why Southampton will blank is because Spurs, if Spurs win, then it means Southampton blank in game week 28, not because they're in the FA Cup. So we will know that depending on Spurs result against Sheffield United. Um, so in terms of strategy, I'll start with mine uh, for this one. I think if you can get eight players on the park for this one, because a lot of people are going to have, um, and this is for people that aren't using wild cards. Um, I think people that aren't using wild cards um prior to this game week um, and aren't using a free hit i think you can get away with eight players um you can get away with um benching your triple brighton uh, benching your man united players and benching um you know potentially uh, harry kane from spurs if spurs do blank in this game week so i actually think you can get away with eight players on this game week maybe even seven players at a push and probably a minus four max. I would probably minus four to get eight players on. Um, I wouldn't minus eight to get nine on, especially if that ninth player doesn't have a double game week in uh, in game week 29. Um, so that's how I'd play. I'd probably say seven to eight players would be fine in this one um, because I think people will use their free hit if they've got it available. Um, but then those people won't have a free hit for the later game weeks. Like I think it's a game week 32 where there's going to be another bunch of blanks. Um, I just think there's too many good uh, double game weeks in 29 um, where you're going to need to keep players in your squad. So that's how I'll play it. Q, what are you thinking in terms of numbers in the team for, for blank game week 28? Um, yeah, I think eight is probably the perfect number for that week um, just because obviously with the, a few of those big sides missing out, there's going to be a few teams in that same boat because for me, I'm actually looking at the wild card in 27 setting myself up heading into 29. So I think if you do it that way, you definitely can field more than eight plays. And I don't think you're going to sort of handicap yourself too much for 29 because there's still some decent assets like Trippier from Newcastle in that blank game week that you could definitely have in your side. So, yeah, I definitely think if you're not wildcarding, I think eight's the perfect number. But I think if you are looking at that early wildcard in 27, you could actually have like 10, 11 plays, which could be a nice little boost. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. And I think the wild card then will set you up nicely for 28, 29. Um, and you'll, yeah, you'll get a really, really good boost off that. Obviously, if you do do that, you might then miss out on some of the double game weeks coming up later on in the season and some of those blank game weeks. But at the end of the day, you've got to, you've got to trade off at some point. Like it's either you go hard now, you go and get those points, or you, you do it later on in the season. I don't think there's ever a right or wrong time, to be honest, is there? Yeah, I think um, you are left with two options. So you can target sort of that 27 to 29 and, you know, wildcard bench boost, or you can save the wildcard bench boost for, I think it's the 34 double game week. So it's almost like you've got two options. If you're not going to target the early double game weeks, then you're obviously going to use that for the, the back end of the season for those double game weeks. So, yeah, I think there's two strategies at play. Which one will be better? I'm not 100% sure, but if you do like those fixtures um, from 27 to 29, I think that's probably your best option if that's what you want to do. 
Yeah, it's going to be interesting. And I think for me, the later part of the season is better because more teams will be out of Europe by then. Um, you know, so like all the second legs will be done um, for the quarter, uh, sorry, for the round of 16 in the Champions League. And obviously you've got the Europa League, the Conference League. Um, you'll have teams going into the quarterfinals. You know, some English clubs might then get knocked out at that stage. So by the time you get to those later game weeks, 33, 34, um, you might have some of the, the bigger teams out and fresher. So um, that's another thing to consider. Um, let's go on to our next uh, topic, which is the players to target in double game week 29. So in double game week 29, the following teams will double. So it's Man United, Brighton, Bournemouth, Leeds, Nottingham Forest, Leicester, Aston Villa, Chelsea, Liverpool, Brentford, West Ham and Newcastle. So there's 12 teams that are doubling. Um, I've picked players from one, two, three, four, five, six clubs out of the 12. Um, so there's only, uh, seven, including, uh, sorry, including Brentford. So I'm not necessarily going to target players from every single team that doubles. Bear in mind, Spurs and Southampton might also double um, in that game week. And it's a high chance that Spurs double, um, so which would then make it uh, 14 teams that have the double game week. And I'll probably then target some Spurs players. So I'll start with the Spurs players that I would target if they had a double game week. I'd 100% say Harry Kane needs to be in your team and he will be a captain option because Spurs would double against Everton uh, and Southampton, which is two great fixtures for Harry Kane. I'd also say you've got to look at potentially Emerson Royal um, and Kulazewski. Um, I think for me, uh, there would be my targets. Um, I'd look at Newcastle and I'd say Kieran Trippier is probably the one I would target from Newcastle in a double game week. Uh, there's not too many other players I would I'd target right now. Unless you've still got Almiron, you might want to keep him. Uh, from West Ham, I've put down one of Q's favourite picks, Emerson, who's four million because he's cheap. So he's a cheap way of getting a double game week player if you want to save some money. Aston Villa are another team I'd target from there. Uh, I'd really like the look of Ollie Watkins. Um, from Leicester, James Madison, someone I would target if he's fit and isn't injured. Um, and then you've got the Brighton players still, who we spoke about before. You'd still have Matoma, March, and Estu Penan, um, or Ferguson, potentially. Um, so you've got your Brighton players ready. Brentford, the ones we mentioned, Raya, Tony, and me. Um, so you're still going to have those. And then, obviously, the last team I would target, uh, and this is no disrespect to Bournemouth, Leeds, Nottingham Forest, uh, Chelsea, or Liverpool. I never thought I'd say don't target Liverpool players in a double game week. But their fixtures are just they're just not great. They're not on form. Um, to no disrespect to those sides, I just think these teams have better FPL picks. And the last one's going to be Man United. Um, for me, Rashford remains a great pick. Like You just can't take him out. Luke Shaw and then Bruno Fernandes would be a really good pick for this double game week. So that's my thoughts on this double game week. Um, let's get your, your thoughts, Q. Which teams do you think are the best to target uh, that, that double in game week 29? Um, and then give us a some players that you think we need to target maybe is there any that i haven't mentioned that you think uh um, need to be targeted I'm, i might say one thing it's a bit of a bold uh prediction but i think if you go into bench boost in the double game week 29 i think leaving out harlan trading out harlan for kane because that's gonna be harlan's a big move got, actually like harlan's got liverpool where 
yeah, he could score against Liverpool, but if Spurs double, are you backing Kane against Everton and Southampton or are you going to back Harlan against Liverpool? So I think that's yeah. a decision. So it's not more like some of the teams you're going to target. What are some of the teams you're going to leave out in this double game week, especially if you're doing the bench boost? But, yeah, like you, I think Brighton assets. I think you could hold two Brighton assets all the way through to past 29. So, um even leaving yourself a bit of a sideways move that you can maybe bring in that third asset for 29. I like Brentford. Um, I actually think Leicester, for me, I think the best double up for that game week is if you're going the bench boosters, going like a Ward and a David Raya. So I think... Kappa's you know, not bad, though, definitely... if you've got the Kappa-Ward combo because Kappa's yeah. got two games still, so it's probably worth... And, and he still plays in game week 28. So it might be worth just keeping Kappa all the way through. Yeah, well, definitely, and and like they do have Aston Villa and Liverpool, um, but yeah, I definitely think even a Leicester attacking asset. So I like uh, Ian Acho, um, yeah. Madison. Depending on um, obviously his health, um, he missed last week's game, and I don't think he played this morning either in the cup. So something to keep an eye out. But I think uh, Ian Acho is definitely a great pick up top there, especially the budget option and this game week. I feel like it's screaming bench boost just because of the value from these. Mm-hmm. Uh, not big club like there's not a lot of big clubs that have got great fixtures in this double game week outside of Man United. So you're actually going to get a bit of value for money here, if, you know, getting your bench boost um, players in. So I think definitely um, it's a week where you can target a lot of these other clubs that have decent fixtures. Like I think even Bournemouth, um, like Fulham and Brighton. Definitely could see a move for a Bournemouth player. I'm not sure which one sort of <laughs> piques my interest, but um, you could definitely do that. But, yeah, I think you've what mentioned about West most Ham? of them there. So, yeah, Emerson, uh, Bowen is a bit Bowen. of a bold pick, but I'm liking Denny Ings. So Yeah, such uh, a very good pick. It's a very – yeah. I'll tell you what that could be. That could be a good sideways move for if Tony gets a ban at that point. And Tony's banned, yeah. yellow card ban, betting ban, whatever it is, because he's he's literally waiting for a ban. Then Danny Ings is a very, very interesting pick. I like that because he did just, just score two goals on the weekend. That's actually a really good pick. Yeah, so that's what I'm thinking because I don't think um, Skimatra is going to be back 29 either. I think he's still yeah. going to be out. Antonio's very inconsistent. Um, and it's it pointless. seems was it's it pointless. was it Denny Ings's <laughs> first um, game last week for West Ham? I think it was his first start, possibly. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, because home debut. Yeah, because I could definitely see because I wrote him down as a, a play to look at, especially like you said, a sideways move from Tony, or you could even go like a Tony Ings Kane triple up as um, a bench boost front three. So yeah, there's like lots that. of options, but. Yeah, definitely. I think that and Watkins as well. There's a lot of options actually. So, I think this is a game week where you're gonna have some good value for money in the picks in like Ings and Watkins. So, yeah, I like this week uh, for a double game week and uh, bench boost. Now, I like that. And I think the good thing about uh, Ings, as you can see on the graphic, West Ham might also have a double game week in game week 34. So, um, you know, you can get that out of him, especially if you don't have any chips left um, or transfers to use. At that point in time, so yeah, great stuff there, Q. I actually like that Ings Ings pick has really got me thinking now. 
Um, obviously, he's got to stay injury free, but yeah, that's that's a great pick. I didn't even think of that about that. So like, yeah, I was well, looking at what me this afternoon when you sent me through yeah. the email. I was having a look, and I'm like, oh, Ings. <laughs> That's a great pick because the thing is, teams like West Ham um, and also teams like Bournemouth that you mentioned before, like they need to survive now. So they need to start winning games. They need to attack. So, yeah, what about uh, we'll, we'll finish off on game week 29 in a second. Um, is there anyone from Nottingham Forest, Leeds? Uh, obviously, you said you're not really sure on anyone from Bournemouth, but is there anyone from yeah, Leeds, Forest, Liverpool, Chelsea? Is there anyone from those teams that you that you really would, want, or is it just no? Maybe Chilwell from Chelsea might be worth looking at. Um, I didn't mind Felix, but as I said to you, just they just don't look great in attack at the moment. So I'm not sure whether no, I can't trust score. him over a Watkins. Yeah. What about so Rich like James? Well, that news come out about where they're like, we don't expect Reese to play every week. It's about yeah. playing the important games, so it's. Yeah, it's set you up for a troll. Like he could easily play two games, could easily play one, or he could easily play none. So um for me, probably not. Uh, maybe Nonto from uh Leeds definitely is like it's a good pick. Because if you are doing the bench boost, you really need maybe one or two of those lower price picks. So if, yeah. What about your mate they, from Forest? Uh Brennan Johnson. because uh, Forest have got um if you look there, Forest have got Wolves and Leeds. That's a decent double game week for a Forest team that is pretty safe in mid table. Uh I don't know. Who would you would you have Brennan Johnson over Watkins or Ings or Tony? Maybe if Ings is injured and if Tony's got a ban. Um, yeah, true. Bamford potentially for Leeds as well. Um, bear in mind that he follows it up in game week thirty with a game against Crystal Palace. Um, which is something to consider. Um, so that's another thing I think that, that people need to look at is game week 29 is um, think about the fixtures after as well. You want to you wanna make sure that you're not just getting players with a real bad run of fixtures. But there is lots to think about, um, and we've obviously covered a lot so far. We'll do one last segment, um, which is just going to be um, the best chip strategy and my own chip strategy, and then we'll ask you about his. So for me, I think the best, if you want to use chips during this, um, I think uh, if you've got these chips left, and um, we won't talk about triple captain because that's been done over the last few weeks, but I think if it's between free hit and, say, a bench boost, and they're the sort of two chips that you're deciding to use, we won't go into too much wildcard stuff now. Um, but I think if you're going to use a free hit, 28 would probably be the best one to free hit from these game weeks, and 29 is the best bench boost. There's some good games in 27 where a lot of people are going to have to make big bench decisions. Because I looked at my team for game week 27, and there was so I had three Arsenal players for the Fulham game. I had um, Spurs against Nottingham Forest. I had City against Palace. Um, I had Man United at home to Southampton. I had all these players, Newcastle against Wolves. And I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna have to, I'm just gonna have to bench players and accept the fact I'm gonna have points on my bench because I think game week 29 is the best one to bench boost. Uh, would you agree that 29 is the best to bench boost? Yeah, definitely. I'm looking at a wildcard 27 um, to sort of restructure my side a little bit, which will get me through 28 and then set me up for one transfer for uh, 29 to set up my bench boost. But yeah, definitely think that's, in my opinion, the best uh, bench boost looking at obviously your 34 double game week. There's, there's not 
a lot of great fixtures, whereas there's so there's too many great fixtures in 29. So I think there's going to be a lot of variety in these bench boost teams, which, as I said to you, I think uh, uh, last week is I think we're going to see a lot of movement in ranks heading into these double game weeks using chip strategy because there's going to be that much variety. So you're either going to get it right or you're going to get it wrong. But if you get it right, you could be soaring up the, the ranks. Yeah, it's going to be absolutely massive. And I'll quickly end it on my strategy. So my plan is I'm actually looking at saving my free hit and saving my wild card. So I, that could change at any moment because injuries, suspensions, bans, whatever. But peer for pressure. me, I think I'm going to... Yeah, pressure, peer pressure. I think I'm going to try and navigate my way all the way through with a free, with no free hit, no wild card um, from those chips. Because I just think from game week 30 onwards, you're going to be in such a strong position if you can navigate around it. Um, so my plan would be game week 26, the upcoming game week, look at a couple of transfers with a minus four, ready for game week 27. Game week 27, another couple of transfers um, with my Brentford and Brighton players, which also sets me up for game week 29. Um, and my Brentford players can play in game week 28. And then game week 28, I'll only play with probably about seven to eight players. I'll accept the fact I'm probably going to get a red arrow because in game week 29... Um, I'm going to bench boost. Um, I'll take a minus four. Um, I'm going to bench boost. And I'm hoping to have maybe 13 double game week players, um, maybe 14. Um, but at the same time, I'm not 100% comfortable with selling my Arsenal players when they play against Leeds at home. Um, because I still think we know in single game weeks there's always points to be had. But that is, um, that's my thoughts. That's Q's thoughts on uh, game weeks 27 to game week 29. Any final thoughts quickly, Q, before we uh, wrap up the uh, the stream? Um, if you don't need to use your transfer for 26, definitely do bank it if you can. And then you've got two heading into 27, which, you know, you can either use both or even use one again and bank another one and then go into 28 of two. So I think... Um, definitely about smart decisions. I made a wrong decision the other week when I got out uh, Nakedia for Felix and it kind of ruined a few of my plans. But yeah, definitely think if you can hold those transfers, hold them and, you know, use them in the 27, 28 and 29. No, I agree. I think that's really good advice for managers. One last thing I will say as well. If you are using a free hit in game week 28, remember if you've rolled transfers over in game week 27, you will lose that extra transfer in game week 29 because you're free hitting in game week 28 if your strategy now is to transfer players um and and you're looking at trying to navigate it through transfers if you free hit again in 28 you will lose whatever player you transfer in in game week 28 you will lose if you free hit so you just got to bear that in mind so um yeah that's probably my last thoughts but look thanks for uh, for tuning in to uh, to the stream um please like this video um, subscribe if you are new to the channel and hit the notification bell so you do not miss an upload. Um, give Quinton a follow at FPL Amateurs of Oz. Um, he's on Twitter, um, Instagram, Facebook. You can also find him online um, on uh, on Google. Put him in there. Um, it's all nice stuff. It's all his fantasy football page. So go and find him on there. Um, I'm at FPL Matt Day. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Um, and I will see you all in the next one. Bye for now.